Since the first documentation of human history, it seems as though man always worshipped something greater, whether it was the sun, the earth itself, or a pantheon of different gods. The concept of worship is a much more profound one than we may think. In today's episode, I speak to Raquel Christine, a Christian singer and songwriter about how something as intimate as worship can still be intimate when it's performed before a crowd. Today's episode will actually be the Pushback's season finale. I'd like to personally thank all of you for your support this entire season. It's been an amazing ride, and I can't wait to bring the ideas that I have for season two to life. And now, today's episode. Yo, what up, everybody? I appreciate you guys tuning in, man. It's been a long time. Um, I'm extremely excited uh, for this episode today. Um, Today, we have someone who, despite what they tell you, um, is big time. This is uh, an individual who has a whole song out on Apple, on Spotify, on wherever you listen to your music. you know what I mean? And, and that's that's some serious business right now. You know what I mean? She out here, she's streaming. She trying to front like she ain't got a whole album coming out soon. And, and you know, she she's out here. Uh, I want to introduce you all to none other than Miss Raquel Big Time Gomez. How, how you how you living, sis? Yo, I'm chuckling like inside. Like that was so funny. I appreciate that, though. I could I could have went in more, but I was like, you know what, man? Oh, no, no, please. I'm on the pushback. What? You're the, you're, you're, you are on the pushback, and I'm I appreciate it. I'm on your podcast. You got like multiple I, episodes out. Like, like I tell people, man, like you could have been anywhere anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, so I appreciate you willing to you're chop okay, it up. man. Yeah, it's yeah, an man. Honor. I'm happy. I'm excited. So for so for those who, uh, you <clears> know, <throat> may not know you, who may be living under a rock and don't know about big time, you know, Raquel. Um, Raquel, you are a... Uh, you do worship, you know what I'm saying? You've, you, this isn't new to you. You've done worship. You you make worship music. And one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you on and have a conversation with you is because I've noticed that the, 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 the subject of music within Christianity and then uh, the perform, there's a performance aspect and then there's like just a worship aspect. And it's interesting to see like how over the years that has become more, I don't want to say controversial, but there's been more and more opinions being extra, uh, expressed about it. You know what I mean? Some people mm-hmm. claiming that there is a wrong way to do it, that this is the right way to do it or whatever. Um, I just want to get right into it. Uh, yeah. For you, who you obviously have a gift of singing, how how does, like, for you, how did you feel good enough to be like, all right, you know what? There's a There's a worship team. And for those that may not be familiar with what that is, those are the people that are singing on the stage and using their beautiful voices to sing to God and at the same time kind of facilitate the rest of the church to join in and sing to God as well. Like for you, what what gave you the confidence? Because I mean, a lot of people got stage fright and I think even statistically, um, people are more scared of public speaking and I would assume that maybe even public performing than they are of death, which is funny. You know what I mean? So for you, how, like, how did you, how, like, you found your voice, but then how did you, like, come to the conclusion, all right, you know what, I think I want to sing in the church. Like, how did you come to that decision? Yo, if I'm being honest, 
that whole thing with me has been a journey. Yeah. And I'm still on that journey, right? It's like the more I just sit with God, like in the secret place every day, even with that whole aspect, he's renewing my mind. Because when I first started out, so I was, I think I started worship, not I think. I was like around maybe like 17, 18. Oh, wow. But it was more so like, oh, we know you can sing. Let's throw you on the worship team. We know you can sing, right? Um, and me knowing deep down inside is like, I know I'm not out here. I'm not right with God. I'm not out here living right. Mm. Last thing I want to do is be on that stage and sing, right? Yeah. But since you guys are asking me, is like, if I say no, I feel like I'm going to get judged. Um, like you're the so bad like guy for I'm saying no. Nah, people pleasing. Huh? Yeah. No, so like, like, like you put in a weird position where it's like, all right, you're the, you're the jerk that says no. I don't want to sing for God. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think at that point in my life, I I fell into like the people people pleasing aspect of it. But I knew deep down, down inside, like, yo, if I turn this down, if I say no, I'm actually like, it would be the right thing to do. Because mm. I'm not right with God. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to fake it. And I'm keeping it real. I'm 18, 19. I'm like, I don't want to fake this. But I get on the worship team, start singing. Because I wasn't like in the right place spiritually, like with the Lord, with my relationship, I quickly just made it about myself. It was so easy to make it about me like the performance like i'm gonna get up there i'm gonna sing i'm gonna show off my talent what's really worship i don't know i'm not really fostering like an intimacy with god in the secret place for me to even know all i know is that i have a mic in my hand i'm gonna start singing right so that was kind of like my foundation Mm. and that was the foundation that was set and laid up until like maybe like my early twenties, you know, I'm but I'm walking with God more, you know, growing with the Lord, but like I still didn't get like, oh, this is this performance. It's like how do you get on that stage and not make it about yourself? Yeah. How do you get on that stage and like you minister to God, but people are looking at you. Eyes are on you. And it's like, how do I get out of that just state of mind, you know? Yeah. Um but I remember when I decided to make that shift, like, okay, something needs to change. It can't just be about me. Like, even on that stage, I got to be about God. So I'm like, my mind, my mentality has to shift. My mind has to be renewed in this area. And, you know, like, the minute I said, like, I decided to make, like, that mental shift, it's like, that's when I felt like the attacks, like the spiritual attacks coming in. Can, can you define that when you say spiritual attacks? Like, what, what do you mean specifically? The mental warfare. Mental warfare. So it's like, like, yeah. So I began to like, when I decided, okay, I want to do this right. I want to do it for the glory of God. How does that look like? How does it look like to get myself out of the picture? Yeah. How does it look like to stop caring about what people think about me? And just to give God the glory when I'm up there to make it about this first and then this, you know? Yeah yeah um so yeah so like just the mental warfare as far as and it was just it was so recent too like in the beginning of the year like the discouragement was heavy the fear was heavy the anxiety was heavy or you can't do this you are not good enough but it's a comparison yeah compare myself to like other worship leaders other people on the team like oh yo they sing so great and just believe in lies like like 
I'm not good enough. And it's like, where's this stuff coming from? I'm like, I don't want to believe these things about me. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, this can't be me. Like, I wouldn't say these things about myself. But just the way I'm hearing it, it's like, sometimes like the enemy attacks you in your thoughts. It's like you hear it in first person. So you think it's you. I hope that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. And I'm like, I don't want to be telling myself these things. But it's so easy to fall into it and just believe it. And those things become strongholds. Um, I feel like I'm going on a tangent. But to go back to your question, you're saying like how how I found the confidence. Yeah, I I, I think um, you said you said you said some really important things. uh, But yeah, if, if we're going back to the question, it's like in that journey of like almost imposter syndrome where it's like, Hey, clearly the church thought that you were talented enough that you were good enough for the performance aspects. Even if you didn't feel like you were good enough on the spiritual aspect, like, like for you, when did you feel like, okay, you know what? I do belong in this space. Like, do you, do you still struggle with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like up until this year, up until this year, this whole 2023 has been such a year like of shaking and just the pruning and God really like, renewing my mind in that. And just reminding my him reminding me of my identity in him. Like I, I feel like a lot of things can go over our heads where we say like it's an audience of one. Sure. Where we say like it's supposed to be an overflow from our secret place. And it's like, do we really understand that? Like, are you getting that? I would hear that for like so many years, but it's not like up to now where I truly got the revelation of that, you know? Yeah. So just, God legit just had to renew my mind. The more I was in the secret place, it's like, I was like, yo, it's not even about like the stage anymore. I'm not about to be in the secret place praying to you, Lord asking you to make me a good worship leader when I get up there help me to sound good like I don't want to mess up like I'm about to ask nothing about me Lord Mm. I'm in your secret place to seek you I need you to just mold me fix me I don't want to make this about me it's it's like let me just seek you genuinely in that let me find like that healing I hope it's making sense it is I I I do have a couple questions for you though like so would you would you say that one of the goals for someone who, because no matter what, there is a performance aspect to mm-hmm. it. Like, I, like I can't sing for nothing, so they're probably not going to give me a mic solo to sing in front of people. You know what I'm saying? They, I yeah. guess, like they do want, um, like people's skills and gifts to be used in that for context. Sure. So, like, is the would you say that mentally, like, the goal would be like when you're up there to be able to just kind of ignore the fact that you're in front of people. And almost just kind of be in this mindset, like I'm, I'm, hey God, I'm singing to you. Like everybody else right now, they exist, but I want what I'm doing right now for me to actually be performing for you. Is that? Would you say that that's kind of like the goal mentally, like when you're when you're when you're when you're worshiping in front of the church? Yeah, honestly, first and foremost, like when you're up there, it's like. I'm ministering to you, God. That's the first thing. Yeah. Yeah, the people are there, but it's like, okay, well, I'm not here to please you. Because one thing I remind myself is like, yo, the Lord is 
checking my heart right now. He's looking at the posture of my heart. Right. I don't want to be up here singing in the name of Jesus, singing, calling this and putting the wor- label worship on it. And when it comes on Judgment Day, last day, I'm before, I'm before God, before Jesus. And he's like, your heart was far from me. Like, that wasn't worship. Your mm. body was there, but you weren't there. So for me, personally, that's my conviction. Yeah. And it's something I've had to practice. That's good. You know, intention, like be intentional about it. And then that comes the aspect too. It's like, I got to practice more just behind the scenes to store my gift well. So when I'm up there, I'm not thinking about how I sound. I'm not yeah. thinking about these notes. Yeah. Which is very hard. It, it, anybody listening like right now, like you could probably film me, especially like if you're part of a worship team, you're a singer. It's hard. So it takes like intentionality. It takes like genuine, like discipline, but you're doing this with the Lord. You're not doing it on your own. Yeah. So it's like, Lord, let me, give this to you help me to steward this well so like yeah you gotta do your part behind the scenes let me practice let me sing so when i'm on the stage i'm trying my best not to even think about that because yeah jenny where i'm at now like my conviction now is like okay lord my mind gotta be focused on you i need to know who i'm singing about because you can't fake this yeah people will know when you're faking it and not not only the people but god will know you know, and it's like you got to be real with it. You got to yeah. be real, and and I, I think mainly it's what helps with that too is really just fostering that intimacy behind the scenes with the Lord in the secret place. I know we hear that so much, but it's like that's the truth. It's the overflow. It it, re- it reminds me a lot of when. Um... This might be like a random analogy, but Kobe, when he would practice like by himself or just whatever, he went so hard like in his practice. And so that when he when it was time to play, like it was it was totally seamless. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he would go all in behind the scenes. Would you say that in, in a way is kind of similar because like obviously the context is radically different, you know, playing yeah. basketball versus, you know, worshiping in front of a church. But would you say that for you is kind of like, I, depending on how your one-on-one time in your meditation and in, in your reflection on God and worshiping him, that that is what ultimately is going to fuel um, and give you the ability to kind of just focus and zero in on God when you're performing in front of an entire congregation like, would you say that that's where you get the fuel to be able to do that? 1,000%. Gotcha. All the way, gotcha. So I got to like, ask you, I, got, I, go I, I, I want to I ask you, you ever, in the times that you've noticed the people, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're singing, you, you know, the people are looking at you, you're looking at them. Let's say it's one of them upbeat songs where, you, you know, you clap and they post a clap. <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to share that energy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're trying to... You're trying to, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, yeah, man. Like, all right, l- l- the vibe is right now. We're all, we're all just celebrating. We're happy that we're here. We're we're happy that we're worshiping God. Like, it's a joyful song. It's not one of them joints that supposed to make you cry. Like, it's one of them happy joints. Yeah. Like, you ever look around and you see somebody and they just, oh yeah, like, like stone face. I'm curious because obviously that could be for like so many different reasons, whether it's somebody who 
doesn't want to be there or maybe somebody is going through it or somebody that was just like forced to come to church. I'm curious for you as someone who, you know, worships in front of the church, what are some of your thoughts that kind of come to your mind when you see somebody like, yo, you happy, you see everybody is just like, you know, clapping, singing and all that stuff. And you see some somebody with their arms crossed, they just look like, does it distract you? Does it like what like what what goes through your mind? Honestly, it used to distract me. Honestly, but it's like obviously you got you gotta push back you push past that. You gotta and, push back. Yeah, and like I got I've gone to a point where it's like, okay, your praise is not gonna determine my praise on the stage, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, like you but you can't ignore it either. Like, there was one time in church recently, I was, you know, about to name no names, but I knew this person sat right in the front, legs crossed, and just like this, during a praise song. Like, and like, everybody still, were they, just, were y'all, y'all, y'all made eye contact while this was going on? No, we didn't make eye contact, but I'm, I'm seeing you because I'm on the stage. So, like, we kind of see everything, especially those who sit in the front. Right, right. Yeah, just sitting there with their arms crossed, and I see that I'm like, just how like our God is so good, especially during a praise song. Like our God is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I get it. Maybe that people don't feel as comfortable or as free. I have noticed that I have noticed that like when I first came to church, when I first started getting serious about, you know, God and my walk, I did feel like being a part of, commu- of a community is like a totally different type of vulnerability. It's almost the closest thing I could think of is like the first day at school, you know, mm-hmm. with like when you're, when you're first in school, yeah, you're supposed to be learning, you're supposed to be getting educated and everything, but there's a social aspect to it as well. Like there's you're surrounded by individuals you don't know you're, and, and I would even argue that church can be an intimidating environment, not because of the church itself, but because yeah you're expected to express the most intimate part of yourself, the part that yeah. believes in God, or even just the part that maybe maybe the person isn't necessarily intentionally seeking God, but they're in this place where the context is, okay, I'm going to hear about God. And yeah. you see everybody else very happy, very zealous. And you're kind of like, yo, this ain't me. This, this, this feels, this feels awkward. It feels weird. And, there's times where I, like, and I, and I, cause I could take myself back there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when I first started, it was very, I couldn't help, but just not, I couldn't help but focus on everything, but what the song was saying. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm seeing like, I saw people jump. I saw people like really, really excited. Like it's a concert low key. And I'm just like, that's cool. That's, <laughs> that's, that's cool. I yeah. I'm not I'm not there. I yeah. hope that's okay. But at the same time, like, yeah, I, I think to some people it could be a very into- and 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 even on top of that, this is actually something else I wanted to ask you about because I've realized that within churches there's different expressions of worship. Like I know mm-hmm. that there's some churches where there isn't a chorus or there's not people worshiping in front of the church. It's just the congregation sings like out of like a hymn book or or something like that so granted i feel like the more 
for a lack of a better term, the more modern church, there is kind of like a more uh, performance context to it. You know what I mean? Not, and it's not wrong or right. It just is, yeah. you know, and some people, um, they'll probably be a little bit more um, old school and just not maybe unless it's a chorus or something, they're not really rocking with it. While others, I'm like, nah, I like this. This is more interactive. This makes me feel more welcome because they're singing, I'm singing, it's all good. For you, was it how you grew up or was it something that you also had to get used to? Uh, Yeah, I definitely didn't grow up like that. I grew up in like the Pentecostal church. Oh, sure, yeah. Never had a full band on stage. Yeah. Uh, you know, never had like a bunch of singers. It was maybe just the lead and some of the congregation was willing to get up there and sing. Oh, this would be, we don't got a drummer. We got to make it work. You know, so it was like none of that. But yeah, yeah you, can, you can still fall into performance even with that. Like even 100%. without all the lights and the stuff on stage. It's like, where, what's your heart posture? 100%. Um, but yeah, then that's what the, the church I grew up in. Then I moved on to like another church that was more so, okay, we got the lights, we got the screen on the stage, and we got the words. So it was like, okay, this is different, but I can do this. They got cameras, put a lot on YouTube. Okay, this is different, but I can do this. Yeah. So now the church where I'm at now was like, it was on a whole new different scale. And mm. that's what, and I was like, oh, oh, this is different. This feels like when I first got there, my mentality was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we got the stage, we got the lights. Yeah. We got, we got, it's like professional, we got the in-ears and all that. And it's like, oh, this is overwhelming. Mm. And I, maybe for the people, I think for, if you're on, on a worship team, it could be new to you in that sense. And even like, if you're in the crowd, like even that could like take you back. Yeah. It could be like, oh my, is this a concert? Blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if you've yeah. heard a recent uh, interview with like this public figure. She's like a tattoo artist and an entrepreneur. She was interviewed in a different podcast. And for and obviously she was speaking for herself. She wasn't saying people need to do this. People need to do that. Mm -hmm. But for her, I, I think she went to like a church that sounds kind of like that. It's, it was, it's a little bit more modernized in the sense that, you know, there's there's like a stage and you'll kind of have the people spread out singing the audio engineering, the professionalism, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for her, she said that she felt uncomfortable because she was like, I don't want to go to a concert. She was like, I want to worship. Now, obviously I, I think the heart of what you said is still true. Like the posture of your heart. If, if you're up there and you're like, yo, I, I want to kill it. Um, I'm singing. I want to do a great job, but God isn't anywhere in that equation. That's you're performing. You're you're clearly in concert mode yeah. versus someone who's up there and they just like you know what God. I just wanna I just wanna sing to you. I want to use my gifts for you, and I'm hoping that in my in this actual vocal performance that it would touch people's heart in such a way that they can. They can also feel the lyrics and also worship you, give words to their emotions and, and this, that, and the third. Like, and, and I feel like for anybody sitting down, it's impossible to see that. You, you can't tell who's worshiping and who's not. You can try to make assumptions. Like, oh, he's smiling. She over there, man. She, this ain't real for her. Or yeah. 
they're, they're always going to make assumptions. So I feel like that's a that's another thing you almost want to block out because you're not really trying to think, all right, what do they think of me? You got to block it out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. It's like you got to hold those thoughts captive. It's like the only way you can block that out is if you allow God to do that work in you. Mm-hmm. You can't block. And you, me, and my flesh, I can't block that on my own. It's like I have to have the revelation that it's really about the audience of one. Like the revelation that am I up here really trying to please man? And if I am, then that's my reward. If I am, this counts for nothing. Mm. You know, like I'm just up here playing church. What am I doing? I'm wasting time. Like that gotta be like your thought process, like along those lines. That's what, that was my thought process. Like eventually I got to that point. Cause like, this is stuff you gotta, you gotta hold those thoughts captive. Yeah. You have to. Like at the end of the day, it's like, what are we doing out here? You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, this is the reality, this is the facts. Like, um we're on that stage, we're singing, we wanna sound good. That's what it is. You know? Yeah. But it's like I'm gonna allow God to like change my frame of mind. God, how do I steward this? Like Cause it's really easy to be up here and just get distracted and it's so easy to make it about me. Yeah. It's so easy. I'm like, let me just get real with God. Like it's easy to make it about me, Lord. I don't want to make it about me. Yeah. It's so easy to fall into that trap, you know? I, I can't even imagine because I feel like for anybody that ministers or serves God in a public capacity, whether you're on the stage singing or you're on the stage preaching, you know what I mean? Whether you like it or not, all eyes are on you and you're dealing with this struggle of like, yo, I'm, I want this platform to point to God. That's, that's my ultimate goal is to just be a big pointed finger to God. You know what I mean? If people enjoy my talents, do all that stuff, I, I don't want these compliments to overtake me, you know what I mean? Or the nice things that people may say, even if they're things that uh, like help accomplish my goal. Like if somebody says to you, and I'm sure you probably heard something like to this effect, like, yo, man, when you sing, I I, I can feel God's presence. Or when you sing, I feel like, man, like <laughs> it, it really helps me express worship or whatever. Like it's easy to hear that be like, okay, that's my goal. And then almost kind of like, all right, God, but let me, let me, that's the glory is yours. Let me not make that compliment. Even though they're giving me a compliment, they're ultimate, like, that's, that's not what it's about, God. Like, help me, help me keep it humble. Help me keep it, you know what I'm saying? So I, I can't imagine the mental exercise and discipline that you're having to, you know, routinely do every single time you up there. Yeah. I mean, now that you, you just saying and you put it like that, that's really what it's been. Especially like for me, like in this new season, being at this new church. Um, I think I mentioned that to you, like I'm at a new church, being yeah. in this worship team. I'm like, now more than ever, that's been the discipline whenever I'm up there. Yeah. It's to a point where I'm like, I can't care about the people. Yeah. I can't. I'm not in that sense where it's like, honestly, I know what you mean. We care for your soul. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You don't want to over care to where it, 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 you are, you, you live by the compliments. Exactly. It's yeah. a point like where it's affecting you. 
you know? Right. But it's like, you generally got to get to a point where it's like, you know what? I don't care. One, I can't control your thoughts. I can't control what you're thinking in this moment. All I can control is like my mindset when I'm up here and to put, do my best foot forward in pointing you to Jesus. Yeah. In yeah. any way that I can. I got to ask you something. Yeah. Um, are you are you uh, the worship leader or, you, or is, is there a worship leader? Is there somebody who's like in charge of it? Yeah, there's are a worship you that, leader. Are you the person in charge? Definitely not. <laughs> okay, but that's that's not even my point. My point is so, this. like, yeah, we have a worship leader and we have a worship pastor. Like, our, the team in my church is big. Okay, it's like I'll be honest, I don't know what that means. People on this team, yeah. So we have the worship pastor, the worship leader. Like, he leads the songs, according to like the practices. Um, picks what's, the songs. What's what does what does a worship pastor do? Like more like the shepherding, that pastoral, like okay, like he the takes one on ones. Like they, if you're going through something, we'll go. You're the go to. So it's somebody that 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 is designated to like disciple you guys specifically. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay, that make that so makes. There's, sense. there's like the distinction. Yeah. Gotcha. And like that the worship sense. leader, like he leads the practices, all like the vocals. He's like a coordinator. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, so this is go, this is my question because again, at the end of the day, you can't ignore. There's a performance aspect to it. If I go up there and I sound terrible, yeah. right? Maybe my walk is that you know shows myself as a trustworthy brother or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, how do y'all deal with? And maybe I don't know if you've seen this before. Somebody's like, you know what? I want to join y'all worship team. I want to. I want to sing before the for the for the Lord, and they audition. And not that it's like American Idol or anything, but they come up yeah. there and they're just oh, oh, yeah. all and and it's just it sounds like wow, you know, she she or he is singing their little heart out, but maybe just maybe this isn't their gift, right? Yeah. To put it to put it diplomatically, yeah. How do y'all tell people, hey, hey, brother, hey, sister, you this this probably ain't for you. Maybe maybe you have a different strength or gift. Do you even yeah. tell them? Like, what do you what do you do? Because I, I, I I'm gonna tell you a little funny story. Yeah. There was someone in one of my old churches who, uh -huh. to my knowledge, to my understanding, wasn't singing wasn't necessarily their gift, but they were convinced that it was. So I don't think anyone ever told them. I think they passively just let them on the team. But what they did was when she would sing into a mic, when she or he would sing into a mic, the mic was off. See, that's not cool either. That's whack. No, hold on. No, no, no. You're not, they're not keeping it real. No, I, look, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I, yeah, I, yeah. I and, and, and I'm not trying to defend that. But my thing is. For sure, for sure. They, they definitely felt. It's so awkward to tell somebody, bro, you can't sing. Maybe you you can't be on the team because for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 chose quote unquote love instead of honesty. Yeah. Or at least their impression of love instead of honesty. So I, I guess like going back to the question, like how do you how do y'all navigate that? Like somebody wanna sing, but they they just their 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 tongue, their throat, their voice is just not anointed for singing. 
bruh, like, I love my church, like, my church and my team because of this, because, like, the way they just navigate that, they do it with so much grace, and they do it so well, and with so much love, like, I was with my worship pastor, right? we literally had a conversation about this, I don't remember, like, the exact exchange, it was a while back, but, um, let's see if I could just give you, like, the context of what I do remember, it was, like, a few months back, and, like, we were talking about just calling, callings and things like this, how you know you're calling or, and whatnot. And then she brought up an example, like a girl who had auditioned a couple of months back. And she was like convinced, like, yo, this is my calling. I'm supposed to be on this team. Like, I, the Lord told me, like, she Ooh. came to this church, I believe, like to be on the worship team or whatever. But point is, like, she was lacking, like, in the skill area. And then she auditioned, she didn't make the team, and she couldn't understand why. And, like, she was out in the parking lot bawling. And then my worship pastor was like, yo, I gotta, I can't just let her sit there and cry. I gotta go and talk to her and, like, yeah. tell her why she didn't, like, make the team. So, like, she genuinely took her time and sat with her and was like, why do you feel, why are you so adamant about, like, the fact that, you have to be on that stage and have a mic in your hand. Like, what is it about the stage and the mic in your hand that you want to be up there so badly? You know, because I'm like, God is not about to set you up, one. I don't believe, you know. Like, if he's calling you, like, in the worship ministry to, like, use your voice. Yeah. God is going to back that up with the talent, with okay. the skill. And you, you know, as a person, you, you, you're going to have to steward that. And like grow into your voice, but I do feel like he would the talent it, it will it will be there. It can't just be like I can't you can't hold a note or like pitchy all over the place. Yeah, it's not American Idol, but you got you got to aspect. Yeah. It's not all of it. Yeah, it's not all about that, but it's just as important. Yeah, I, I know what you. It's an element you know? that you can't ignore. It's, it's the element, element you can't ignore, but you're not about to make yeah. it all about that either. Because say, like, right. someone's auditioning, right? And it's like, they got the best voice. You can blow, like, what? Like, Pause, but it's yeah. like, but they're, they're talking to you, and it's like, where you really don't know Jesus. We, we could tell by that just the conversation we're having with you is like, your heart, like, you really don't have a heart for God. Right. It's like, we're not, you're not about to be, like, on the worship team. You're not about to make it, you know? Yeah. But it's, you cannot but, ignore the skill. Yeah, so I'm. It's I'm not glad. all of it, but at least be able to carry like what the what what they tell us is like. Be able to carry a tone, have a good tone. Yeah. Be able to stay on pitch. I like I like that because I do think it's important to keep it real with people, and if you can't expect your people in your community of Christ to be honest with you about your encouragement as well as your honest criticism. Yeah. And, you know, where can you expect that sort of honesty from? Um, yeah. I want to I segue into a slightly different topic as it pertains to, like, like uh, uh, music, music mm -hmm. overall. Okay. Now, there's within the Christian space, there seems to be a lot of controversy as to what constitutes the worship genre, right? Not the posture, not the posture, but the genre and what does not. So for instance, there's Christian hip hop, 
there's Christian rock, there's Christian contemporary music. There seems to be other expressions of, you know, worship music. And there even and, and, and more nuances are, are starting to be accepted as well as presented. Um, mm -hmm. But I noticed that there's still some controversy. And even within, like, for example, something like a Christian hip hop, where maybe a particular Christian artist will make a song uh, or several songs where they're not explicitly saying the name of Jesus. Okay. And maybe the song itself is, let's say, for example, they're just talking about what, like having a good day, right? Yeah. That, that doesn't necessarily constitute as worship. Yeah. But then like people will, I don't know, I guess like for you, like what is your opinion on worship being a genre? Like, is it like, for you to for you personally, you Raquel, big time, like for you to listen to something, be like, all right, this is worship, versus something saying, you know what, I don't think this is worship. Like, what? How do you view? How do you define it? Okay, so this is apart from like the worship we play in church, like not yeah. just in general. Yeah, like in genre, like 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 in say for instance, yeah, like let's say there's a, a, a there's a Dove Award or a Stellar Award for best worship new artist or something and then like you hear maybe a particular band or artist and we're like bruh i'm sorry but the music they make is not worship you know yeah. what i mean so for you like what how do you define what is worship as a genre because like there's a there's a if we're going to keep it a buck there's a business to it there's a business side mm -hmm. if you and that's not and i'm not here to debate whether it's wrong or right like let's say for instance you have a song on apple spotify which is called no take back. No take back. That's your I song. I think about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, they, and they can search you under, how do you find that song? Raquel Christine. Raquel Christine. On Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, you know I mean? Go, go, yeah. go check it out. But let's check say, right, let's say like a couple months from now, some random record exec happens to stumble on it, be like, yo, I think I really want to recruit her. And let's say you pray about it, you feel good, your heart's in the right place. And they're like, all right, look, you know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta get you to marketing. We got to put you in the studio. Go ahead and write, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, your whole body of work. Fast forward, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, because even record label companies, and with all due respect, anybody could say, look, this is a Christian company. This is a Christian plumbing company. This is a Christian blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If it's a business, it's a business. Thanks. Like with all due respect, yeah. if, and if it's, if it's a business, they're a for-profit unless, unless mm -hmm. it's like a church or a charity or whatever. And it's a nonprofit. They're not in, <laughs> they're not in it for the bread. If mm -hmm. it's a business, that's how you live. The idea is to make money. Right. Yeah. And let's say you decide, you know what? Like, I want, this is how I want to make a living. Like, I want to use my voice. I want to make music. And then people buy it. They download it. They go to the, the, the concerts. They go to the tours, this, that, and the third. They see Raquel big time. You know what I'm saying? And, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you know you what I mean? You're big time. You're just big time. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. so, so do, for, do you personally have, do you think that that's, that, that that's it's still worship, even though it's it's not only your posture, but now it's also your job. 
Do you think that can still be worship? That's such a slippery slope for me. One is like, obviously, like I'm not even in that stage of my life, but like the stuff I thought about, like what if the music did take off one day, Lord, and like you bring provision through the music. Like, I feel like I can just speak about like what my thought process is through that because like I said, like I'm not really living in that. But I feel like, um, bruh, that's a lot. It's so slippery. That's why I want to know your 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 specific opinion. Like, for you, if it's yeah. if it's your posture, but you also yo, that's all you how how you make how you get them checks. Does that take away from the fact that it's worship? Can it still be worship? I think it could still be worship. Okay. It's all on what you gonna make it though. It can still be worship. Don't make it about the money. And I know that's that's, oh, that's so hard. I can only imagine like the actual artists out there who yeah who this is like their jobs. Like yeah. this will puts bread on the table. Right. So right, I'm like right. yo. I'm like. What's the when you put out a project? Are you thinking like this is spirit? You want people to buy it, huh? You want people to buy it. I mean, yeah, and you of course you want people to buy it. Even in that, like you want people to buy it, but it's like okay, like Lord, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put out like this fish and and the bread. I'm gonna put out the 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 best that I can, and you multiply it. Yeah, like you multiply it, but it's like it's it's very easy to fall into like you you steady serving two masters, you know? Yeah. I'm only putting music out because I need the money. Yeah. I'm only putting music out because, yo, I got these kids and it's really hard out here and I'm losing the heart. Right. And all that could happen, you don't even notice, I feel. Yeah. But yeah. And by the time you know, you're just so deep into like, I'm grinding it out. And like, how many artists like have we heard? I think Lecrae is coming out with like this I know, uh, we know Lecrae a lot of us do. Um, I was on his IG the other day, and, and I think he's coming out with like some documentary. I don't know. But he was yeah. doing some interviews where he was sharing, like, when he first started the music thing, like, it wasn't about the money, it wasn't about the Grammys or the awards. Um, he was just putting music out to put music out because, like, you know, he obviously he, yeah. he loved the Lord, like, this is his thing, whatever. The hard posture was right in the beginning. And then he ends up winning a Grammy on accident. Right. That's how he said it. He was like, I wasn't even working for that Grammy. I was just doing my thing, like loving God, doing the music. And I ended up winning the Grammy. And I'm like, oh, oh, that feels nice. Right. And then he's like, then it became, oh, now he's doing the music and working hard in the music because he wants another Grammy. Yeah. You see how like everything you could, changed you could into that. You could slip into you, you slip into that real quick if you're not careful, if you're not holding them thoughts captive you're just not aware you're just not mindful yeah right yeah and then he's like he fell into that and he learned like yo like i'm never about to be satisfied it's tough too because i feel i feel like um you know if if you want to make money right if the goal is yo i want to make money i got to pay these bills i got you know that that desire isn't wrong but mm-hmm. I think what makes it so tricky is what if what you're doing, say like if you're a realtor, your job mm-hmm. is to sell houses. Every single time that you show a house to somebody, you're hoping that they will buy it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's 
That's what it is. So what even and let's say somebody's whole gimmick is, yo, I'm a Christian realtor. I believe in God, blah, blah. Okay, that's that's great. But you got about you, you, you trying to sell them houses. You know what I mean that's yeah. no that's no different from a, a, a non-Christian realtor. But when it comes to music, because music is something that we consume, we buy it. You you go to concerts, you you, you know I mean, you just consume it. It, it, it it's almost like because you could also be a very talented, very uh, a person of high integrity, but maybe you're terrible with business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, nah, man, but this is how I want to make a living. Okay, cool. Then to a degree, because at the end of the day, it's supply and demand. If people either don't know about it or they're not rocking with your music, then yeah. you kind of have to, okay, so then is the music for me? Because I feel good doing it because I want to put what I'm say saying to God out there, I'm not trying to make other people happy. Okay, cool. So then it's not a business. You have okay. no intentions of of providing for yourself doing this because there's going to be some adaptation to people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, you, go, you you want the the melodies, the, the the music for all that stuff to be attractive sonically enough to where, you know... <laughs> People can gravitate towards it, and it's tough. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's a slippery slope, and and it's one of those things where only God can really know like your motive, and and you got to constantly check yourself. Like, yo, why am I really doing this? Why did I go into it? Am I am yeah. I being a sellout? Am I just selling myself out to make a quick buck, or am I actually doing this for God? So I can't imagine yeah. just the 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 struggle. Like even just you, you know, like and and talking about like when you first started you know, singing before the church, I can't even imagine for somebody who's in that scale where it's like uh, uh, almost every Christian in America heard about you. You know, that's 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 mad concerning. Yeah, and I'm like, just because you make music, my whole thing is like, is God even calling you to, like, to that? Yeah, just because I'm a great artist, because I make music or like it just like it doesn't mean that how do I say it I thought about this in a way where it's like okay I'm an artist I like playing doing music but doesn't mean I gotta make albums doesn't mean I gotta put an EP out even though that that would be my that's my heart's desire but it's like Lord do you even want me to do that it's like let me not I don't want to like but if you want to do that is that wrong I don't think it's it's not wrong. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to say that it's wrong, but it's just an aspect of it. Like this be my thought process. Like sure. my whole thing is like I don't want to send myself out, and God is not has hasn't even released me to like put myself out there, because like behind the scene is like I got to be processed a little bit more. Behind the be scenes, I got to let Him prune me just a little bit more before I do put myself out there I, I i i get what you're saying i do want to push back a little bit I and that. what i mean by that is more so i'm all for praying about timing i feel mm -hmm. that's that's one thing that we can never truly predict it's like man you know is this the right time for me to leave my job is this the right time for me to go back to school is this the right like i'm all for praying about that 
I think for me, it's a di- entirely different slippery slope because sometimes we asking God for permission to like live, like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's kind of like, you remember the story in Exodus, like Moses is like standing in front of the Red Sea and behind him uh, is like, you know, Pharaoh's armies and they're charging after the people of Israel. And he prays to God like, yo, come on, <laughs> like we're trapped. Like, I need your help. Like, and then God's answer is almost like this really nonchalant, like, what you asking me for? Use what's in your hand. And it was the staff, you know, mm-hmm. and we know the rest is history. You know, that he parts the Red Sea, this, that, and the third. But that answer, the way that God answers it was always interesting to me because it's like, there's certain things I give you to use. And then you mm-hmm. ask me, hey, can I use it? You get what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. it's, and I think ev- all of us struggle with dependency on God, where it's like, hey, I want to make sure what I'm doing is for you. I don't want to do anything outside of your will. And the other one is, God, teach me how to balance the freedom that you gave me. You know what I'm saying? To where I I do consider myself a child, but I do also consider myself a servant to you. Like I want to be able to serve you correctly in the way that you are going to be pleased. But I never want to give myself analysis paralysis because I was too afraid to move in the name of obedience. Yeah, you know what I'm like living out of fear. Yeah, but 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 it feels like you're just being obedient. Oh, it's because you know God didn't tell me his time yet. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. and then sometimes it's like he, he, God could just be up there, like I ain't saying nothing, I ain't stopping you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just maybe low key, you're just afraid. I'm not saying you are. Yeah, you know I mean, no, like yeah, yeah. what I'm saying is more like in general, like probably not got nothing to do with you. But I do think it's I, I I do think that sometimes, like the confirmation culture can be dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it can be. Does God confirm things? Absolutely. I do. Yeah. I am a strong believer that if you ask God for an answer, He's going to answer it. It might not be a yes. It might just be silence for a while, where it's His way of saying, "Yo, not right now." Yeah. You know what I mean, but I do think that sometimes, like faith there's some i feel like sometimes there's a there's a there's a, a waiting faith where it's like i'm not moving until you tell me and then there's yeah. the other faith where it's like you know what i have no idea what's going to happen if i step out this boat but i just know that you're going to be there yeah exactly and it's tough because you don't you 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 have no idea you know what i'm saying like you but i i, I going back to like what you said though it do seem yeah. like like for you, you you want to be very calculated. You want to be very like, all right, I, I just want to make sure that it's cool with God, and I feel His peace. I right, he 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 he's rocking with it. I wouldn't even say like super calculated. Like my whole thing is, as like I guess Christians, believers, even as people. But like you see a lot of church, like we're all we're always so fixated on like we gotta do, 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 we gotta do something, we gotta do something like in the kingdom. We gotta yeah. I'm all we just always gotta be doing something, you know? Where it's like we're so busy. I hope this makes sense. Like we're just so we get in a place where we're just busy with doing doing church than like being the church. And it's like how do I say it? It's like 
I feel like it's going on a different tangent, but you I mean, I'm just go with it. You're good. We're so busy, like, and don't get me wrong, we're all called eventually to serve. Like, we all have a calling, a purpose in the kingdom. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, Lord, first you're calling me to you first. He's calling me to himself, yeah. right? And because I've been in a situation or in situations or in seasons where it's like God has literally taken it all away. I want to say take it all away, but like everything's on pause. Like you was doing this, you was doing that, you was doing this. Oh, we're going to hit the brakes because it's to a point where it's like this could potentially crush you or like or, or overtake you because you haven't allowed yourself to be in that season where it can be just you and God. You haven't allowed yourself to be in that season where I can just really prune you and just shake up that foundation. So when it is time for me to throw you into your calling to where you can really benefit my kingdom and serve the right way, it's like it won't crush you. It won't overtake you. You're not about to make it all about like preparation, miracle signs and wonders of success because yeah. you let yourself be prepared behind the scenes gotcha. in that wilderness season. That is so uncomfortable. You no, feel me? That that makes a lot of sense, and I I get where you're coming from now. I think I think that you contextualized it perfectly. Like that sort of preparation before you step out, you want to make sure it's that so important. Yeah. So I want to do a little something with you. I want to uh, ask you some rapid fire questions before we conclude. All right. Okay. You can you can you could give me a little extra. It doesn't got to be like a one answer sort of thing, but I'm gonna ask you a couple rapid fire joints, and you gotta you gotta give me you gotta give me your your like an answer, your honest opinion. I okay. Okay. Is secular music sinful? Yes. We could go into that though. Like that's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. But so but we gonna we we could circle back. All right. If you're getting paid for your worship music, is it still worship? I know that we kind of talked about that, but just as a rapid fire question. Yeah, I think so. Your heart posture. Goes back to your heart posture, man. Okay. Um, do you agree with the statement? Next to the pastor's preaching, the most amount of theology that you're going to hear in church is through the worship team. Because I, you're singing specific things about God's character, who he is. Ask the question again. Sure. The, the, I've heard this statement. I just want to know if you agree with it or not. Next to the pastor, the most amount... Wait, are these like yes or no statements? Or yeah. Rapid it, fire? It, it, okay. they, yes, rapid fire. You won't give me okay. yes or no. But if you want to go in, we could go in. All right. All right. Continue all right. with that. So, you, so the, the statement is, next to the pastor, the most amount of theology that you're going to hear in church is through the worship team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kirk Franklin or Fred Hammond? Fred yep. Hammond. Okay. Fred Hammond. Uh, Bethel or Hillsong? Oh, Bethel. Uh, Bethel. Your favorite worship team or artist of all time? Dang, artist of all time? I ain't got no artist of all time. Worship team? 
upper room. They're dope. I've been into them lately. They just so raw with their stuff. Okay. Upper room. What is one of your favorite worship songs or hymns of all time? Oh, hymns. Oh, you got to give me a second. Um, you're going blank. We always sing in hymns at church. It's so many. Okay, give me a second. We give you, we give you all the glory. We worship you. Da, na, da, na, 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 na. Yeah. All right. If you can collaborate with one artist or band, who would who who would be the first person that came to mind? First artist, artist or band? I okay, band. It would be dope to collab with. I'll say Maverick City. Okay. That'll be super dope. All right, all right. And now, I want to know your reasoning as to why secular music is sinful. Yeah, I feel like with that, I go back to like the lyrical content. So it's not so, all so secular music is sinful because it could be like this secular music just not is not edifying me in no way, shape, or form. So I'm not gonna listen to it. And I think it could become sinful where it's like, what are you saying? Like your lyrics are yeah. way too provocative, way too vulgar. It's just murder, violence shoot this shoot that it's like that's when it becomes simple because you're glorifying yeah darkness with your stuff right there so it's like i'm gonna protect my ear gets at all cost right so would you say that secular music can be sinful it can be sinful okay. yeah gotcha gotcha but i i said yes because i'm like are these yes or no questions so i'm gonna gotcha. go with yes gotcha, I'm like, gotcha. i can explain myself for sure <laughs> and I, that's why i wanted to give you a chance to do that because i know that people could hear that and be like, oh my gosh, she thinks, you know, all of it. Is so yeah. I wanted to give you a, an opportunity to just contextualize uh, your answer. Um, last but not least, when you're on that stage and you're singing, you know, your heart out to God and the people are listening, they're also, you know, on the, on that same wave, they're also singing to God and everything like that. How do you like I've I've heard people say like they imagine that they're singing in heaven. I, I've imagined I've heard people say that they'll imagine like, oh, it's I I I I, I picture like if God's right in front of me, others, uh, oh, I, I picture like all these angels next to me and we're all just doing what we're gonna do in heaven. Is there is there a picture that comes to your mind when you are, you know, for lack of a better term, in the zone? Definitely. I definitely picture myself in like the throne room. Mm. I picture myself we're all seated in the heavenly places. I like we go from this realm to that realm in our worship when we're worshiping the spirit and truth. Wow. There's, th there's sometimes like depending on the song we're singing, I'm like, I just get a visual picture of like Jesus on a cross. Wow. It, it, it all the time it depends on the song too. Like the gotcha. lyrics on the songs will also inform the picture I have in my mind. Yeah. It will also help me connect with him in that way. Gotcha. So I'm definitely visual when I'm up there. That was a beautiful question. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I love that. Yeah. That comes out like, what's the the meditation of your heart when you're singing? 
Yeah, yeah for sure. Good question. I appreciate it. Appreciate uh-huh. it. Well, b- b- big time. Um, I, I greatly appreciate. I know that it's been a, a, a an obstacle course in trying to coordinate our schedules together. Yeah, you know I mean, it but has. you, but you was, but you was rocking with it. You, you stayed. You could have yeah, been at any point, be like, you know what, bro, this just ain't gonna work. Holla at me in twenty twenty four. Or so you could have been like, you know what, forget you. I don't want you on my show. I'm gonna get nobody. someone with a better availability. No, 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 nobody's gonna do that to big time. That's first and foremost. You're not gonna, you don't, you don't shelve big time if big time like accepts an invitation to the podcast. So that's that. That was dead. That was not gonna happen. But right. I, I greatly, I greatly appreciate uh, your time and just sharing your experiences, your thoughts, um, and everything as it pertains to like worship. Because I, I, I it's such a, it's such a big um, topic just within like your walk with God. Period. So whether it's yeah. like you, go, you go to church and you know you're singing, or it's like you're listening to like Christian music on your own, or if it's someone who's like you know, hey, I didn't grow up in church. I'm I'm believing in Jesus. I don't know how this whole works. Like, do I have to put my hands up? Do I have to close my eyes? Like people that are legitimately just kind of learning or anything like that. If 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 for you, just like on a closing statement, <coughs> let's say somebody who's listening and they just they don't they don't know what worship is supposed to look like, what would your advice be? I would tell them at the end of the day, God wants your heart. That's what he's after. Um, And you give him your best worship, whatever way that looks like. So you can't go ahead and compare yourself to this person over here, this cat over here. They got their hands up. They jumping up and down on the stage because then it's so easy to be like, I got to do it like them. I got to do it like them. God is not looking for you to be like that person. He's not looking for you to be like this other person. Right. He wants something raw, real, and authentic with you. Yeah. And then the Bible says, just let let everything that that has breath just praise the Lord. Amen. You know? It may be uncomfortable, but you got a mouth. Use it. You got hands. You got feet. Use it. Yeah. Just give God your best worship from the heart. It got to be real. got to be genuine. That's good. That's really good. And I, 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 I pray that that encourages uh, anybody that's, you know, starting on the uh, and for the first time or even just trying to get back into it. It might be overthinking their expression of worship. And I, yeah. I think I think you help simpl- simplify like, hey, he 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 wants you to love him. Just be yourself. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I really do hope like this was fruitful. Like you, it doesn't have to look this certain way. Right. At the end of the day, God is looking for realness. Just be real. Yeah. Be yourself. He already knows you. He wants. He wants you. Be yourself. Keep it a hundred with God. Yeah. Amen. And out of that, that's where the expression comes from. It comes from your yeah. heart. Comes from what's inside. For sure. Inside. This is good. Yeah. This is good. Appreciate yeah. you big time. Uh, for those of you. you for those of y'all uh, who tuning in, man, greatly appreciate you listeners. Uh, man, all of you guys honestly making this possible. Um, I wish I could just thank each and every single one of y'all individually. 
Uh, but I b- greatly appreciate your support. If you enjoyed this content, if you enjoyed this conversation, please like, share, uh, subscribe, leave a review. Those are always, always super helpful. It brings up more awareness to the podcast for anybody who's looking, uh, you know, for podcasts, like be it through Spotify or Apple or whatever. So any review you could leave, it'd be a much great help. It don't cost you no paper. So if you do that, then you just another hater. You know what I mean? So to everybody else, my grace and peace. From the yes. pushback and from from Raquel Big Time. Just remember, it's called uh, Raquel Christine. No mm-hmm. take backs. No um, take backs. On wherever you listen to your uh, to, to your music. So until then, man, holla at your yes, boy. This was fun. Hey, bye, y'all.